0: Welcome to this special bonus episode of the Passive House podcast. I'm Zach Semke, Director of Passive House Accelerator, and we're happy to be sharing a series of bonus episodes recorded in Hamilton, Ontario, at the Passive House Canada Conference 2023. These interviews were conducted by Mary James, our Director of Publications, and Michael Ingui, our Founder. A big thank you to Euroline Windows for underwriting this special series. Please Enjoy.
1: So this is Michael Ingui from the Passive House Accelerator here in Passive House Canada for the Passive House podcast, and I am with uh, another fantastic guest. This one everyone knows already. Tell us what you're up to.
0: Uh, Hi, uh, Scott Foster. I previously was the director of sustainable energy at the United Nations in Geneva. Uh, Ran the sustainable energy program there for about a decade, then they unceremoniously unceremoniously tossed me out. Uh, They said I got into the retirement age and I had to leave so (laughs) off I went. Um, So I'm actually now working on a number of different projects. Uh, The one that brings me to Passive House Canada is work that I'm doing as senior advisor to the Ennis Corthy Forum. It's an NGO that was set up in Ireland to support the UN in its efforts to deliver on the 2030 Agenda. Uh, one of those programs is the Building's Action Coalition, and I've been helping them shape and form that whole program, that whole project.
1: Great. That sounds, that sounds very bold. Well, it is.
0: Uh, the idea that uh, during my time at the UN, there are so many like-minded people with passion and enthusiasm and engagement and know-how and you realize that if we can get everybody pointing in a common direction, uh, we can get some pretty amazing things done. One of the uh, co-chairs of my big UN committee, a fellow from Ireland, Jim Gannon, he says, we're not going to make a difference in buildings with a built environment until you have an influence on the supply chain that does buildings at a global scale. So the idea that we're going to be doing a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here doesn't matter at all. What we want to do is get a movement going at global scale to make serious opportunities going forward.
1: That's pretty exciting. So where, where are you in that process right now?
0: Well, we had initially a collaboration with UNECE, my old organization. Uh, they've gone back to rethink how they want to approach it. And I, I actually don't know where they stand right now. Uh, but we went off uh, and developed a relationship with United Nations Environment Program. I've had a long-standing relationship with the director there. He's got a fantastic team. They started the Global Alliance for Buildings and Construction. And we've been working on this voluntary gathering of peoples uh, to deliver real results. He's known about the work we've been doing for quite some time. So we've now entered into an MOU. It's in the process of being signed. It's somewhere in the woods of the UNEP approval process. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get that collaboration going, they love the things that we're doing on academia. Uh, they're loving the stuff that we're doing on developing a draft protocol, developing uh, pathways and strategies for communities and, and nations on how they get to destination. Uh, there's so many different aspects of what we're doing that complements really well what they're doing, and I think the combined effort will uh, have a huge
1: result. That's exciting. Uh, so, um, I mean, the whole thing's exciting. I think I've said the word exciting three or four times, only because uh, I, as well as many other people in in uh, who have been doing this for a little while, we're excited about things that could happen and, and are going to happen and, and someone who's trying to make it happen. So uh, that's why the word exciting is uh, said so often right now. Um, uh, what do you need? What are you looking for?
0: When I look at the list of steps that should be taken, and the steps that are being taken. There's a huge gap between those two. Uh, What I see is that everybody's talking about renewables, and everybody's talking about energy efficiency, and they're trying to decarbonize the electric system. And it almost becomes a politically correct conversation. And I think there needs to be a very comprehensive global view. On technology, on policy, it needs to be pragmatic, it needs to be agnostic, it needs to be economic. It meets all these different criteria. It has to meet those. Mm -hmm. Right now, I don't think we're getting there. And if you look at all of the statistics and the data, we're falling farther and farther behind. Whether it's methane concentrations in the atmosphere or CO2 emissions, they continue to peak. Look at the temperatures outside. there's a 20-year lag time between the emissions of CO2 in a given year and the consequences of those emissions on climate. So what we're seeing today, which is pushing all the thresholds of 1.5 degrees, Mm -hmm. um, those emissions happened 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. So imagine the train wreck that we're about to experience because most CO2 emissions actually have happened in the last 20 years. Now, isn't that a scary thought? Yeah. So if I look through, all of the things that we could be doing. Number one is buildings in the built environment. It's something that can be done at scale, at global scale. It's something that can be done quickly. We have the technology, we have the know-how. This can deliver results. And it's not just a tree-hugging exercise, if you want to say it that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, It meets uh, quality of life aspirations. It's about innovation. It's about jobs and employment. It satisfies all of the different political uh, entities that might be out there who might have different views on things. So the first one was buildings. The second one is methane. We've got to deal with the methane issue. The third one is going to be resources and how do you manage resources if you want to go to critical or raw materials. You've got to get the existing fossil system under management, which is carbon capture and storage and high efficiency. You've got to come in and deal with a hydrogen economy. And my last favorite one is the idea of reinventing energy as a service. And um, that's a, a tougher one to do. So if you look at all of those, the easiest, the most immediate, and the most relevant is building. And that's actually why I'm here. I suspect that's why you're here yeah, as well. Yeah,
1: yeah no, I mean, uh, I would say that uh, what's interesting about at least the products that are coming my way, which are mostly single family, but you see it in the multifamily market now, too, because people are starting to understand what healthy living is. They, they know what it is. They want it. So you're right. I mean, you're, you're, you're saying one of the most important things also happens to be when people realize they can have it, um, something that people genu- genuinely want.
0: I was in um, Ireland, in Wexford, uh, and one of our um, Board members of the Ennis Corthy Forum. The Ennis Corthy Forum, as I said earlier, is an NGO that was set up with the support of the Irish government to help the UN with its uh, 2030 agenda. Um, that board member is a developer, a mm-hmm. contractor, and he took me over to visit these um, passive house buildings that he had built. He was very proud of them, justifiably. And because I'm Mr. UN, they took me in to interview all of the occupants of those um, houses. And I met people, relatively simple, I'll say, I'll call them blue-collar, mm-hmm. um, but people were going about their day-to-day lives. And they were, without exception, ecstatic about where they were living. Obviously, their energy bills had just tanked. Uh, mm-hmm. They were paying one-third or less of what they had paid before. For us, it was important that it was actually low or no carbon, uh, and the carbon issue was being addressed. That actually wasn't so much their concern. Mm-hmm. There's no chimney. Um, so what you have is a well-sealed uh, building. Uh, there's homogeneous temperatures, so everybody's comfortable and happy. Uh, you have um, filtering on the intakes, and you have filtering on the whole system going through. So suddenly the air quality that the people are breathing is uh, better than what's outside. Yeah. Uh, there's no mold, no mildew. Um, All of those are health aspects. It's something the kids aren't losing any days from school, so there's no consequence. So these people are crying, wow, this is just, I, I love this house. And that's none of the good news. The good news is that there's a long waiting list for social housing in Ireland, and all of the people who are on the waiting list are calling up the authorities saying, don't get put me lower on the waiting list. I don't want one of the, your normal crap houses. Mm-hmm. I want one of those cool houses, because mm-hmm. everybody wants them, so it's being demand-led. I was instantly convinced that this is the way we've got to go.
1: I, I, I mean, we, we're definitely seeing that in New York. I, mean, I would say a lot of New York now knows what passive house is or what a healthy building is and they can tell the difference and you're right they're they're asking well why isn't why doesn't my house have very fresh air and they they didn't even know that it was a possibility so you that's that's um that's a really uh interesting point you make um and uh and it's it's great to great to hear it so uh you you said you have some uh, partners you just mentioned someone in, in ireland um
0: well, actually, uh, the organization is the Irish Enniscorthy Forum. Great. Uh, we've got a, about 20 different senior advisors. Mm-hmm. I'm one of the co chairs of the seniors advisors group, but there's a CEO, Barbara Ann Murphy, good mm-hmm. Irish name. Mm-hmm. The head guy who's the CEO, no, she's the CEO. He's the, um, uh, I guess, the head of the board, mm-hmm. uh, chairman of the board. He's Ed Murphy, and they're not related. They're just both Murphys. Yep. Uh, uh, Michael Bennett. Uh, mm-hmm. and It's just a fantastic board. They're all in, invested personally and passionately in it mm-hmm. with the support of the Irish government. So come next June 27th to 29 we're going to be having a big launch event. The French and the Moroccans, as part of the Glasgow Breakthrough Agenda that came out of COP26 in, in Glasgow, mm-hmm. they are pushing a sixth breakthrough target, called the building's breakthrough target, that near zero and resilient buildings are the normal uh, by 2030. What we're pushing is much well beyond that, but they're coming out with it this year and they want all of these countries to sign up. So suddenly in terms of partners, which was your question, we've got UNEP, we've got all of the partners who are part of their global alliance for ABC. We've got about 30 different uh, hubs um, who are exchanging information and knowledge, mm-hmm. and all of these countries that are lining up behind this building's breakthrough target are going to be showing up in Ireland to celebrate this launch. It's massively cool. Yeah. Now, what you've said earlier is completely right. Um, ribbon-cutting and throwing champagne bottles against ships, you know who cares? Mm-hmm. That's not what's going to make a difference. So what I'm trying to push, what we're trying to push is How do we get in place a system where we can see measurable, reportable results that show improvement in the performance of the buildings? Now we're not only talking about energy efficiency. Uh, We've talked about some of them already, we've got energy efficiency, we've got carbon efficiency, we've got health, we've got affordability, we've got economic, social, environmental resilience. The spectrum of outcomes that you can expect from a building and a built environment done right Mm -hmm. is enormous. So we've got this guru group that's developing a protocol that we'd like to have the UN adopt at some point in the future. There's so much we can do, and yeah. we're trying to get it done. And that's
1: repeatable, and that's scalable, yeah. and, and that can happen now.
0: It can happen now. Uh, I don't want to steal my own thunder here, but one of, the, <laughs> one of the images I'm going to be putting up at noon is Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. And it is Yes, We Can. Mm-hmm. Um, the second part, which I'm adding to his theme, is Uh, Yes, we have to because as we know we're on the highway to hell because we're getting it desperately wrong and then yes, we will Mm -hmm. We have the technology. We have Mm -hmm. the know-how. We have the capital We just need to get our sort ourselves sorted out and get on with the the real business Mm -hmm. Ukraine is going to have to get rebuilt uh, after all the shooting has stopped and after the future boundaries of Ukraine can be uh, secured Those are two important conditions Mm -hmm. Um, the country needs to be rebuilt. Well, we're trying to put together, we have put together a set of principles that we want everybody to line up behind, but we also want to come in and show, showcase what's possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because buildings is one thing, it's the envelope, it's the energy, it's the rest of it. But if you think about the built environment, it's also water management, it's mobility, it's waste, it's Mm -hmm. the whole thing. And we should be able to do an integrated um solution set for urban environments and we want to show it in ukraine
1: love it cool that's amazing well thanks for sitting with me Uh, before we end any kind of last words or comments anything you want to leave people with
0: well we are you asked me what what can we do and i never answered that part of the question that's Um, a great one to (laughs) we actually are looking to grow our network we have ngos we've got local community level players we've got uh academia but the more people who come to the party, if I can say it either way, they bring their passion, they bring their energy, they bring their thoughts, their mm. ideas. Uh, that's what we're seeking. That's what we're looking for is to connect to the world. And please come along.
1: Cool. All right. All, All right. right. Thanks. Again. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.